we got to talk about my betting, okay, guys? It, you it's you're finally ready to admit you have a problem? Well, I don't have a full problem, but I'm just on um, um, the worst losing streak that I've been on in a very long time. Since switching from um, from underdog and prize picks, going to the big boy apps, I've maybe won twice, three times. And I've been going for the big dollars. I've been going for the high odds, but that that's your hitting. problem. You got you got to like limit the amount of like high odds you go at. Okay, you pick not a all of them are insane high odds. Like I put like a dollar or two on like the big ones for uh, like when I do like every MLB game going. But like when you saw the one that I sent you no, uh, for the, the that's the thing where it's like if you put a dollar on that, you're just throwing away a dollar. Well, and if it hits, you're getting 15k. Yeah, but the that, odds that's why I getting... use the free bets for that. Yeah, use the free bets on those. I do. Uh, because... Yeah, I always wait for the for the safe one, like where it says that you place a bet a dollar. If you lose, you get whatever back. But the one, the one, the one that I sent in that sh- the 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 betting chat of the 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 Bucks uh, playing the Celtics, right? Um, yeah. Everyone, oh, everyone hit except for Tatum rebounds. Just so you know. Yeah, Tatum rebounds. I, I took I took it with you. Yeah, Tatum. No, it was Tatum rebounds, and uh, I think it was a uh, um. So, uh, there was someone who just needed to hit one three for both the Tatum. points and the one three. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. If, if they would, if those three things hit, then we would have been fine. And those were like the lowest things that you could possibly get that just built up for higher odds. So uh, yeah, I, don't I get that, but my my whole thing is like. You got to be smart about it and get some guarantee ones in. Oh, like I, 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 I did done a, the guarantee. Like, I done I, the next money line. See, you know. I found a ridiculous one where it was like Judge to get a hit, Rizzo to get a hit, kind of Falefa to get a hit. And yeah, then you, I forget who the Yanks were playing, but the opposing pitcher plus the Orioles. strikeouts. Yeah, like some, some like that that was stupid guaranteed and you knew – it would hit, and the odds were great for me. I did one like that with the Mets, and I went like all in. But the thing when I did it, uh, I did the starting pitcher was gonna get five strikeouts, and it was Peterson, and he ended up only going five innings, and he had four. But like normally, and I did to one where I was I would have won two fifty, but I needed Walker to get three strikeouts in his first game back since off the injured list. He was supposed to go five innings. He was four innings at most. He went, he went, he went two innings and he struck out the side in the second inning. Yeah. But you also go every day. Like I no, don't go spread every it day. out. I haven't gone. Every day. No, I don't. I took a whole week off when, you, Mitch know, goes when every day. you guys were all sending your stuff. I, I just didn't do it. I you saw how I like was quiet in there for a minute, but whatever, we don't have to keep going. I, I'm on, I'm on a big losing streak. Um, and I'm waiting for my summer. Once I go, when I get back from school, which about this time I'll be, uh, once I have my job, I'll feel a little better putting a few extra dollars. back. Now, in. are you thinking of getting a slump buster or are you just going to pray for better yeah, I had one. I, you, I sent it. Okay. You know, we'll make this one quick on underdog. They had a special line where a pitcher threw one pitch and I put 25 down. That was the max. And every one I hit, you, you only allowed to put five and I put four of the five hit and the fifth person was Gary Payton man broke his arm a minute into the game and I lost the whole thing whole thing was dead 
he broke his arm. And and we there was a whole discussion online saying that they should push that because like he he barely played. Like I know obviously if people took the under they would win, but it was only it was four and a half rebounds and assist. He's gonna hit that. Whatever. So that was a tough loss, but all right. Well, this is the boys of seven one eight. Welcome everybody. I hope yeah. everybody's doing well and enjoying their Friday the thirteenth. Which, which is, is the day out. this episode will be released. Scary Friday the 13th. How's everybody doing? Uh, good question, honestly. I have no idea. Mitch, you never know what's going on, though. Like, Honestly, you're- no. I'm, I'm stressed for this one final I actually have to know everything for. Like, we had a review for it, and it was three pages worth of review that weren't even like solving questions or solving problems. It was just what we need to know. It's three full pages of what we need to know. See, For- now, my thing with that is like classes that have that much information and stuff like that, do you think you should be allowed to have like a, a resource sheet with you? For oh, that no, test? we do. We have one. It's a front and back of one page. But with one full chapter... And then a few questions from all the other five chapters. And there's which so, class is this? Uh, linear algebra. Oof. Yeah, no, it's it's not fun. Ethan, how's uh how's your life going? Um, it's going. Can't complain. Just finished school. Yeah, how's uh, the adjustment from? the school life and living at school compared to living in PA right now with your family. It's rough. I'm not going to lie. No offense to them. It's just you're on your own. You're on your own. And now you get, you know, you get bossed around and you know, you eat when they eat. Um, uh, you know, it's tough. I understand that completely because I go from living in a room by myself, not social at all, to having responsibilities, doing shit over there. So no, it's definitely tough. I like don't have responsibilities. I've had responsibilities at like fifteen. Well, no, I've had. Yeah, I haven't really. I I would have to do other stuff like I would have to walk my dog and all that. My mom normally takes care of the dog, but uh, I don't deal with that. Uh. Matt, how I mean, are you going, buddy? It's it's a lot different. Like I've I've lived away for a lot of years now, and like I always spend the summer at home. But it it's definitely an adjustment from when you go living on your own and just getting up every day doing your own thing to coming back and like you know how to be like in that situation, but at the same time, yeah, you know how to be self sufficient, but at the same time, you want to help out and. I'm a people pleaser, so I always say yes to doing everything. Yeah, like, it's crazy to think that one day we're going to be living on our own, hopefully with our wives and or husbands. No, I'm living in your I basement. I, don't I already discussed sexuality too well, but Frankie with his left hand, Matt and I with our wives, and Ethan in my basement with Jenna. Dude, Jenna ain't going to live in your basement. Jenna's going to have her own apartment. She's going to let no, 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 Ethan that's, that's visit what I'm on the Ethan's gonna have, Ethan's going to have his own room in my basement so that when Jenna gets annoyed of him, she pushed it off to me so I can babysit. No, I'm saying Jenna will let him visit on weekends. You get him during the week. How much is rent, <laughs> Mitch? How much are we talking for rent? 
if I'm be, if I'm making enough Ethan, money, you need be, a job first, buddy. Oh yeah, there's that too. But if well, I'm no, making, he's money, gonna be a doctor, police officer, cook. What are you talking about? No, he gave up cooking after the first day. No, he's not oh. doing the cooking. Damn. Well, after Ethan, I slice my hand open. Ethan, if I'm a doctor, I'm self-sufficient like that. I have enough money. You won't be paying rent, so enjoy. Okay, wait. The, we keep saying how Ethan cut himself on the first day of class and quit culinary. But nobody knows how bad he cut himself. He literally chopped maybe half half a millimeter, not millimeter, like a, the littlest part of his nail off. No, it was like right here. Well, it was on my finger. But it, it was, was like the smallest cut possible. It was yes. small, but it was deep. Ethan, I remember no, you, you did not get stitches. to go. And I got the butterfly. You so gassed up, and you gave up very fast. Yeah, Ooh, you were so hyped for culinary school, too. I really was. I just, you know, found my passion. He thought, oh, I don't have to learn shit ever again. No, and in my head, things- I was like, oh, eight-hour labs. Can't be too, too bad. But first lab, donezo. <laughs> but the he one didn't time, even have the one time. Dude, he had the night labs too. So that's one to what, six? One to, one to 8.30, I think. It or was one to 7.30. Maybe 7.30. But all I, I had the morning one. So I was there at six in the morning. Like you got to sleep in those fucking days. Oh, also, when I presented my my project on you, Matt, I said you went to Johnson & Wales, and she said, oh, is he, is he good at cooking? I said, yeah, he has a job in my in my area right now. He's cooking at a, a Mexican place. So He's only shot. There we go. Yeah. And they were still shocked that I knew basic communication terms? Well, she wasn't shocked. It just looked like I I just wrote down the answers, you know, myself. I just went. To, it looked like I went to the PowerPoint, looked at the the words that were there, and I just put your aunt like major answers around them. So, yeah, Matt, how did you know the words? You said you take I've taken class. communication classes before. Well, this oh, whatever, whatever you know. Oh, I mean, like I'm a bio major, and I don't. I I mean, like I took random electives but like doesn't mean i know what's going on dude i'm a 4.0 student i actually take my education seriously no you don't yeah 4.0 what johnson wills online <laughs> hey <laughs> degrees a degree <laughs> but, uh, i have a question for uh the hockey fans in here because um so we're recording this on may 4th at around 9 30 at night and uh, last night was a pretty eventful game for um, New Yorkers, especially people in the 718 area. Um, the Rangers lost in triple overtime. How we feeling, Ranger fans? You know what? I'm not mad they lost the game because that was a hell of a game. That was a great game. E- e- Igor stood on his head and is showing exactly why Henrik Lundqvist, Igor Shosturkin is the best uh, goalie trade-off in NHL history. But... Could you, could you imagine... One second. Could you imagine that duo together? With Lundqvist in his prime? Mm-hmm. There's, there's a cup right there. Mm-hmm. The Rangers <laughs> definitely get a cup if those two were partners when Lundqvist was at his height. That. I would agree with that. 
Because the sick thing is, you go back to Igor's time in Russia, he was just dominating out there as well. It's not like he just popped off when he came to the NHL. Like he he's been this good for a long time. No, and he's young too. Yeah. Isn't he but, like um, in his early twenties? I think he's like twenty-four. Oh my god. Well, so some really he's really young. Now, my whole thing is the biggest controversy of the game. Goalie interference or no? Nope. So I, now I, I asked Matt this morning. If it were reversed, how would you react it? I would still said it was a good goal. Yeah, I would obviously be mad, but still, you know, can't deny the fact. My whole thing is Kako showed every intention of getting out of the way. You could see he's you could see the angle where he starts to get pushed, and it was far out, so he had no chance to catch an edge. Okay, then, yeah, I, I agree that that call at, was... When you look at DeSmith trying to get back into the net, he makes zero effort, and it's the Penguins player who's made the full contact with him and is the one who's blocking him from getting back in the net. No, I agree. What That goal, it was such a 50-50 call. It was indeed a 50-50 call. But look what it gave us. It gave us another 50 minutes of hockey. Yeah, but it gave, you know, the Penguins a win, and, you know... It's usually how I know the Rangers had so many chances to end it. They I had know, but so it shouldn't, many have got, to, shouldn't have gone to that point. But they had I agree so with many you, though. To end it. I mean, the Rangers looked like the, they were men amongst boys in the first period. Mm-hmm. They, they, that's where their young inexperience came into play because they took the foot off the gas a little bit. And then you see Malkin, Crosby, Latang coming out and being the veterans that they are. By the way, can we just appreciate how in shape Latang is at 35 years old Dude, that he was I, playing close to a full I, game out there? I love Latang, but I hate him at the same time because I've seen Latang. So I've been a Pens fan since I was a kid, but I've seen Latang at his at his best, and this still isn't it. When he was in his mid to late 20s, he was so much better defensively. He was just as good as he is now offensively, but his defensive game hasn't really has, has gotten down since then. Well, obviously, he's on his he's on his he's on the last hole. Like he's gonna be out of the league in a couple of years. Is this the the guy that we were talking about last when we made the bracket about um, the dude that played a thousand games? No, no, no. Someone else. I mean, Latang's probably played close to a thousand, if not hit a thousand. I'm gonna close. A quick check on that. Yeah, probably close. You know who but, had a really good game? Uh, Gensel. Gensel, dude, Gensel is ridiculous. Yeah, him, Crosby, that pass from Crosby. Crosby, Rust. Him, Crosby, Rust. That line, that line is ridiculous. But then, if you shut down that one line, you have so, two other lines with Malkin and and um, Carter that will go out there and still do the same thing that the Crosby line would do. I don't so think Latang's, Carter looked too good last year. Oh, that's game. Latang has played 941 games in the NHL. So by next season. Next season, yeah. He plays over a half a season. Or, yeah, yeah. over a half a season. Oh, he, crack he, it. Unless he gets injured, he will definitely hit it. Now, now look, dude, my, thing, my thing is Miller. I know he had a good game as a rookie, but he made two very dumb mistakes during that. Mm-hmm. He loves to pinch. He mm-hmm. loves to pinch. But he pinches at the wrong times there. Yeah. Like, 
if you got your defensive partner going at a guy on your side, you got to stay back. You can't leave a guy open back door, especially against the Pens. That's true because I've seen the amount of odd man rushes the Pens had because <coughs> Miller, Miller pinched and stepped up, and Shostorkin had to bail him out. Was It was ridiculous. I now, think obviously, the- when you have a goalie like Shostorkin, you're, you're comfortable doing that because you know he's going to bail you out. Well, yeah, but then you look at now with the Pens, now you have uh, the Ming in that because the Smith is now day-to-day. Very yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, by the way, anybody know what – have any idea what happened to him? No idea. They didn't say anything, just day-to-day. Because if it, if, if it was cramping, I'm sorry, that is the weakest excuse to leave a game like that. I th- in, my, in my own being, is growing, honestly. It, it had to be something – but the thing is, you don't even see him get, like, hurt during a play. I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. Like, that was odd. But at the same time, you just kind of, like, hope he feels better because Penn need him. Now, do you oh. trust Domingue to win the series for you? Nope. Not, not a shot. Domingue is on a full stomach of spicy pork and broccoli. Like, 14 save shutout. <laughs> 14 save shutout on the Rangers of all teams. Making some saves or I'm just like, I don't know how he made it. But every time he had a shot taken on him, I'm like, yep, that's in. Yep, that's in. I don't trust him. And, like, that's what I'm, t- that's what I'm saying. Like, you have Shostorkin or you have Deming. Two very complete different goals on either end of the spectrum. Shostorkin, you can at least have some trust, some faith in your goalie to make a save when you need it. But Deming, you're just kind of like, I need to stay back and help my goalie and make sure we don't get a goal scored. Tomorrow on Cinco de Mayo, it's going to be a very interesting game, too. That's for sure. Now, well, can, we, I, can we appreciate every game? Being oh, may the fourth be with you. Yeah, may the fourth be with you all. Fully forgot. Live the fourth. But can we appreciate? Oh, can we appreciate how um, every game that we've watched, it's either a bloodbath or a really good game? Oh no, this playoffs is going to be amazing. Like, it, like it, all seen... these games are competitive. Even the blowout in Montreal, I'm not in Montreal, in Toronto, that was still a competitive-ass game. Like, Ex- except, that, that, except that, the abs. This Rangers-Penguin series is going to be really good, but that Toronto-Tampa is – that's my favorite series right now. That's the one I want to watch every game of. Is Tampa winning right now? Yeah, 3-1. So they said Vasilevsky is, what, 14-0 after losing a playoff game. He he is he takes it seriously, and Toronto is notorious for blowing playoff leads <laughs> and first round exits. That that's why I had Tampa in our bracket. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. by May thirteenth, when this comes out, we could all be singing a different song. Yeah, but I, I can't. We'll see. be out of the playoffs at this point. Just saying. Who invited Frankie into this conversation? <laughs> well, Ethan, what what you what do you think about the games? Which one was your favorite other than the Rangers Pens game? Uh, let's see, I have to say probably the I maybe the Hurricanes, Hurricanes and Bruins. I think I I like a lot of uh, I like um. A lot of the hurricanes, so um, 
And then um, I have a, my roommates are from Boston, so I'd like to see them make their way out of there. So, Ethan, are you uh, rooting for the Canes just because your girlfriend is in love with Brady Shea? No, I like Tony D'Angelo. I hate to say it. I am a big D'Angelo fan. Now, let, can, I, can I bring up a fact that the Rangers gave up Anthony D'Angelo and now he's ridiculous on Carolina? I always loved him. I mean, I, I just don't think he was a fit in New York. That was the biggest thing. He didn't fit here. And when you're, you could tell as a player when you're not welcomed by a fan base. And the Ranger fan base wasn't a fan of him, especially after the shit that went on in the locker room with him. So I could, I, I was, I'm not surprised that he's thriving somewhere else. Good for him, though. He's, he's, I'm pretty sure he, he got was, into a fight with Gorgiev. But the, yeah, he told me like sucked his like, No, not not all the time, <laughs> and especially not in hockey. Hockey is usually one of the easier towns for players to come into. Like obviously, like, it's playing Frank in Petrano, New York. Frank Petrano, Frank Petrano, Cop, you know, everyone loves them. So you guys have have you guys have had uh, below average hockey players come sign with the Rangers and play at a star level or all star. Or whatever they call yeah. it, so well because it's, also, it's a it is a welcoming town when you embrace it. When you kind of just come in and not fully embrace being a ranger, New York fans know when you're just faking it. I feel like it also depends on the development staff. Because look at look at a team like I'm trying to think of a, of a, of a team. Uh, think of Arizona, for example. They have they have to have guys that are ready already developed and already into the superstar status because they, they don't really bring guys up. They had Ekman Larson, who was their best player for how many years, and now they trade him away. You I have Clayton Keller is next. Clayton Keller is next, exactly. They try to develop guys, but they none of them pan out. They don't have a, a, the proper development staff. Well, he was the actually Rangers, from Arizona. Who? D'Angelo was from Arizona, I think. Really? Now, my biggest thing for Arizona, how big of a swing and a miss do you think it is that they get themselves into a college campus that will embrace hockey but make their fucking season tickets so expensive that no college students... It's ridiculous. If if they make tickets like 15 bucks per game... Like like, they cost to play in the NHL arena. Well, yeah. Like UBS. I got tickets at UBS for 20 bucks ticket and some of the some of the better sections. It's and it was almost packed for the last regular season game against Tampa. Like if if they were to do that, they would bring in so much more money for the team and not end up going bankrupt. And it also goes to the product you have on the ice. Like I'm sorry, you're below you're below subpar team. You you probably would get beat by a couple AHL teams, to be honest. Yeah. Now... Like a mid-year AHL team. Yeah. How do you have the balls to try and charge $43,000 for fucking season tickets to college students? Because that's who you're going to get. You're on the campus. You make affordable tickets. You're going to make a killing. You're going to sell out every game. Especially in the ASU, it probably will... The the college team is going to draw more than the NHL team. 100%. Oh, yeah. Because tickets for ASU, they're, they're going to be dirt cheap because it's D1 hockey. Now, it's not- I want Frankie's take on this because it's going to go into baseball a little bit. How do you feel about Oakland right now? Oh, man. 
very glad someone else brought up something like this besides me. Uh, it's awful. It's actually atrocious what they're doing down there. They need to move. I've been telling my friends that they should move that team to uh, to Montreal. They should move it to Nevada, anywhere. But my thing is, do you blame the owner? Yeah, 100%. Okay, because I don't blame the fans at all. I think it's 100% right that they don't show up anymore. They're getting charged. Shit they of money had, for, what, what was it, 3500 They had two oh, less than – they had less than 2,500 people at the game yesterday. Yesterday? Oh, man. it was. Oh, no. They had the lowest attendance on record yesterday. Um, but the Cleveland Indians in the movie Major League were getting more fans than them. <laughs> I, look, look here. Um, you don't think that the that the ownership's wrong for trading not one, not two, but three all stars for 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 prospects like what they traded Olsen for prospects that they're gonna leave in the minors for as long as possible, bring up, and once they need to get paid, trade them. That's exactly that's exactly what um the Orioles are doing now since that date Chris Davis contract. They 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 still haven't really fully recovered from that team and that contract alone, how they're gonna be paying him till what, 2035 now? Chris Davis. So yeah. Um no, but I really think that they had they had a really good quality star uh team. I mean, they had what they had they had Marte. The Mets took three Oakland Athletics. This offseason, two by signing, one by trade. They had Canna, Marte, Bassett, and they had Matt Chapman, they who is a an elite defender, and he's hitting the ball extremely well right now. He hit a fucking bomb against the Yankees today. Did you see that that ball was hit? The one that Chap uh, that uh, Stan made the nice play. You had in a, a superstar first baseman. Best defender, defending first baseman who could also hit the ball in Olsen. And you had Marcus Semyon, who you traded to, to the Blue Jays because you didn't want to pay him. And he had a, he had an MVP-type season. And then he got the bag somewhere else. So I they had feel, the pieces. They had it. I truly feel bad for the people of Oakland because they deserve way better than this. They deserved better than what the Rams, uh, the Raiders gave them. Golden State obviously gave them everything. I feel bad that they moved out to San Francisco. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm sorry, Oakland. They got to get rid of the A's. The A's have. I to think move that Nevada would be a crazy a place. It would be a great place for a team at this point. See, if you put a baseball team in Nevada, then you have to put a base uh, be, uh basketball. Well, they they were planning on doing an expansion draft so they could bring up. They're they're planning on bringing Seattle back to basketball, so they're trying to get two teams so they don't just put one. They could even out the, but they wouldn't be able to do East and West if they do Nevada and Seattle, which is the issue that they're coming across. Yeah, you know I know what I the, find. You know what I find weird how the New York Giants and New York Jets playing Jersey. Yeah, they wanted. Yeah, to uh, they, my, my facilities class. We talked about how we called them a New York team, but. Where do they play? They don't even play here. Well, the Jets did play in New York. Did. Yeah, they used to play at Shea Stadium. So. Well, see, like, that's the problem. Shea Stadium with, was built different. Well, this, this is what I see the problem with um, having the, the Giants and the Jets technically be named the New Jersey Giants or New Jersey Jets. Where would you build a football stadium in New York? 
No, well, you, not even that. You could what you would be able yeah. to do is build some sort of multi-use facility. So it's not just your sport using the the facility. You can make it an outdoor multi-use facility. And but you can't make a pro team play in one of those. Yes, yeah, you can. No, no, you can't. You what? can't. You just said it yourself. The the Mets did it for such a long time. But that that's different. Like, how is it different? Doing the same thing? Because then you got to move one of your teams into that. No, facility. no, no. But you wouldn't. You could find a dip. There, there are, there are, um, there are soccer teams that play in Yankee Stadium and in, in City Field. They could use a facility. Why don't you get a football team and a soccer team who could both use the same field? Technically, just change the parameters a little bit. They put and you and and you could basically use it season round because. So. But the Red Bull, the, the Red Bulls also play in Jersey. They play out in Newark. Are they called the New York or New Jersey? What are they called? They're called New York, New York Red Bulls. So then they could. So it works, okay? It, it, you, you see what I'm saying? But can we take a minute for the fact that we talked about today's topic in the group chat, and Ethan just put in the message board what's the topic for today? Ethan was like this, going out. Where we've had this discussed for like a full full day now. Well, we could save this topic for another day, but um, I think it's time to get to the main topic. So our main topic this week, obviously, this is Aaron on Friday the 13th. So we want to talk about scary stories. We want to talk about fear. We want to talk, get a little into the boys' heads, see what's wrong with us. Now, oh, there's there's way too much to count. There's way too much to count. Three of us have played junior hockey before. That's already one of them. See, now, my thing is, who's superstitious? All right, so Mitch raised his hand, Frankie Rim. Frankie I'm raised high. his hand. Ethan raised his hand. Now, do you believe in Friday the Thirteenth and the scary, like the scary part of that? No, no. not really. Uh, I don't. I I kind of don't. So, <clears throat> what's your like? How bad are you guys' superstitions? Like, it does it just relate to sports, or do you like? Does it come into your everyday life? For me, it comes into my everyday life as well. Because for me, it's like. If I feel if I see something that works, I keep doing it until it doesn't. I agree. So, like for example, um, if it's if I have a class in the morning, I'll always go and get a coffee right after class and go back watch some TV. Then I start my homework while I drink my coffee. And then it's like I have to do things at a certain time. I have to do the schedule because if not, it's I don't I just don't feel right. I don't know if that's OCD or not. I don't think it is. It's just like it needs to be done a certain way. Does it ever like affect your day though? Yeah. Sometimes it's like so. I I don't know if you guys know this about me. I'm very like schedule based. Like I have to be on a schedule. I don't like going with the flow. Um. So if like something comes up, for example, like we have to. Like I, I there's I have a practice right, and it's a optional skate. Of course, I want to go to an optional skate. So I literally have to move everything around that one thing and it throws everything off that's why i like i work so many jobs because i need need a little bit of structure like during the season we have practice at the same time every day we do the same thing every day i know in that set time what i'm doing and where i'll be yeah it's that free time where i'm like all right i need to get another job to cover up this time slot so i could get through the rest of the day 
And like, even here, I got, I got a job at that Mexican restaurant just because I had nothing to do on a Tuesday. Like Tuesday mornings <laughs> were open for me and I didn't like that. So I got, I got that job. See, that's exactly, that's what I do. So um, when I work at the pool store, um, I had my schedule set out, set out like um, Tuesday, um, uh, Monday, Tuesday, because my sister couldn't work. Then I had, I had uh, Wednesday, Thursday off and I would work Friday, Saturday, and me and my sister would alternate Sundays. But I found that to the point where I would go home and I would just what sit on my, I, I had, I needed to have something planned. So I would just go into work constantly and just work 60 hours, a lot of hours, just because why not? And I have to have something planned, you know, because like I need, before I do something, I need to know what I'm doing. Like whenever I try and plan, like when we plan the parties that like, or we plan to go like to top golf or anything stupid, any plans, I try and have something set a week before. So everyone knows and no one can give me the bullshit. Oh, I didn't know about it or, uh, oh, cancel last minute. So I don't have that. And it pisses me off when I don't have a plan because unless it's like a spur of a moment thing that everyone's already like there for, like when me and Ethan used to go to like cycling. Oh, and Mitch used to go to cycling games. Sorry, Matt, you were there uh, once. That was like twice. Uh, twice, but still he wasn't there. We're like, we, Ethan, we were sitting in your room. And we're like, let's go to a cycling game. And we just went. Mm-hmm. No planning required, but. Sick invite, boys. Oh, yeah. Were you going to drive all the way from Montana? Your superstition like? Dude, I'm in New York during the summer. Now, this, all the we're, talking about last, we're talking about last year. Yeah, I was home all summer. Not in August. Oh no, I we went to some. We went to the. We went to the games. Oh no, you were in Florida, Ethan. Right. Yeah. Well, Ethan, what what are your superstitions like? For sports or just everyday life? Everyday life. Yeah, everyday life. Um, uh, I had 8 a.m., so it was, you know, get up, you know, grab some breakfast um, every day, every 8 a.m., because otherwise we all know I probably would be sleeping in that class. Um, you know, grab some Starbs. Um, every day I needed that coffee and then go on with my day, hit the gym. Um, I needed to go to the gym at a certain time every day. What um, about a Red Bull? Did you always need an energy drink with you, or would would your would it be affected? Like, would you be affected? Um, no, I would do. Well, I'd have coffee, a monster, and then pre workout. So, Jesus, I, buddy, yeah, how is your heart was, not exploded yet? It it would be bad. So, like, okay, I I went to the cardiologist once to uh to like um. Just for a checkup, because he was also uh, internal medicine, and uh, the MA, the medical assistant, took my EKG and my heart and my pulse, and she goes, um, "Do you take anything like for workouts or something?" Because they all know I play hockey, and I go, "Yeah, I take pre-workout," and she goes, "How often do you take it?" I'm like, "Well." Now, since I'm on the ice or I'm working out every day, just about every day. And she goes, you should probably take a break from it for a little bit. Like your EKG is not good at all. Like <laughs> how, the fact that your heart is still pumping the way it is, is very surprising to me and the doctor. That's when I'm no, kind of like, oh, shit. I probably have about 900 more than milligrams of caffeine a day. Maybe even more. 
So to, equiv- to equivalent that to cups of coffee, one cup of coffee is a, is roughly 60 to 65 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah, Ethan, you have a problem. I do. I, I'm addicted you to caffeine. Roughly, you take roughly 14 cups of coffee a day, basically. Yeah, it, it's bad. No, not every day with the monster, but every day it's coffee and pre-workout. I used to have like a today, every day. Before. Yeah, today, today was, you know, coffee in the morning with breakfast and then, you know, right after pre-workout. Psycho. I know. I never got into the, like, pre-workout stuff. That I took it once before a game and it, my, I felt like my chest was going to explode and I never took it again. You get that for a little bit and it goes away. But the pre-workout shits are definitely the worst. Those, the one time I had, I had one of them before a workout with Gavin. And this was when oh, I, I was there for that. <laughs> yeah, I think I were. was there for that. <laughs> no, you weren't. Ethan was. You had this to go in this when, um, Huh? You went in his house and took the shit. No, okay, so it happened twice then. Yeah, no, it, it happened with me there because I saw you do it. <laughs> so it, um the kid was fucking waddling and fucking <laughs> so the first time it happened though this was like i tried a new pre-workout and it had way too much caffeine for my own good so i get into aviator i sit in like the in the turf over by the the back sports performance room and i feel i feel my stomach rumbling and i feel like my asshole's hurtling so that's when i text gavin i'm like gavin I, I just need to go take a shit right now. He goes, wait, I was going to call you to, to see if you open the side door for me because I'm here. I'm like, oh, shit. Mitch did the he Lambo goes, leap right into the bathroom. Oh, I did three Lambo leaps into the bathroom. <laughs> I did multiple Lambo leaps onto the toilet. Just, just saying that right now. And Gavin asked me what the pre-workout shit hit. I'm like, oh, they hit harder than ever. And then after that, I worked out for four hours, not even stopping. It was not, it even, was not even when you puked, uh, would puke off the wind bike. No, I didn't. No, puke we, didn't we didn't do the We didn't bike. have to do wind bike when we were at Aviator. You, no, we, were we in didn't. Shape. No, not even that. There was no wind bike. You know, we, we, we wouldn't, do, we, he would make us do the rower. The mm. rower, or we would run 300s. Dude, those 300s were killer as well. So, for, for, for the people that don't know what 300s are, it's you. You have to L. run. It's hell. No, it's it's, it's hell. Like, Just straight it's, out. It's, it's literal hell. hell. But you have to run three hundred meters in one minute, and you do that eight times. So in the U- in the USHL, they make their players do ten of those consecutively, one minute per rep, basically. I think in the NA they do it six to eight times depending on the team, but in D one you have to hit under one minute every time or you get cut. That's what I've been told. And the, I think, Matt, did you do this with me? Yeah. No, I, w- I would do one with you. Okay. I just didn't know if you were there or not, but... Um, That's when your knees wouldn't give out. Yeah. That, well, that was the start of when my knees started going down. <laughs> but I was still in such... I was in good enough shape where it, it didn't affect me as much. <laughs> but I remember Matt and I, we were always like the back slash middle of the pack. And I think like we would alternate who finished a second before the other person. Um, so, and then you have Dom and Phil just sprinting the entire way. And that's, that's when, you know, like, um, 
Yeah, and that's when you know like we're not ready for division three or even division one at that point. Dude, those 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 were like eye opening to me, and that's when I like started pushing more to get back into shape because I was like, I can't be this far out from these guys. And I, I got there, but fuck with those hell. Now, um, what's your guys' like biggest fears? Um, Matt, how about you go first on this one? Snakes. That's what I was going to say. Snakes. Drowning. No. No. Sna- snakes are the biggest fucking fear of mine. Drowning. Really? Can, can you swim? I can swim. See, I can't swim. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, Matt, I think guys <laughs> like us, we don't float. We're not buoyant enough. We sink. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, whenever I go you in the can't pool, use your legs. I, I That's fine. Huh? You can't use his legs. Damn. Damn. Crack. <laughs> Matt, use your penis as a fucking propeller. <laughs> oh, God. Ethan, what's your fear? Come on. Um, bees, and ele- bees and elevators. Oh. Now, now, what's your fear with bees? Like, I never got this one. Like, yeah, I don't want to get stung by them, but, like, they don't scare uh, me. They scare the oh. shit out of me. No, the thing, the thing with bees are if they don't feel threatened, they won't do anything. I don't care. Okay, so Yankees if you just, just sit. Yankees just lost. But, yeah, um, so what? It's April. I don't care. I, Did I they lose 2-1? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Cortez got the loss too, so we're even more points off our fantasy team. Cortez is our best pitcher. Oh. This is why you don't let Ethan pick a fantasy team with you. Well, no, the Cortez pick was was logical, but he started gassing him up, saying, "Oh, he's our best pitcher." For right Ethan's now, Ethan's the best is. gaslighter out I mean, there. Tyler McGill has way more fantasy points than him. Okay, he's also performing way better. The only thing he doesn't have is the uh, immaculate inning. Does uh, Cortez have a? Combined no hitter this season? No. Okay. But uh, uh, Mitch, what was, your, what was your uh, fear again? So my fear is, I think, um, not really claustrophobia or claustrophobic, or but like being in, in a space where like I don't think I'd be able to get out. I thought but you, you know something else. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like if I'm in a, if I'm in a room with like that's tight, I don't mind. But if I'm like if I feel like I'm trapped, then that's when like anxiety starts kicking in. Now, is anyone afraid of the dark? Now depends on what dark. Like you're walking and you and you just no light, no nothing. No, see, see, depends. Are you scared of the? Wait, are you scared of the basement dark? Like when you're leaving the basement yeah. and you shut off the light and it just gets dark and you bolt up the stairs and the demons get you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the only dark I'm scared of. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. So when, when the blackout <clears throat> happened in 19 in the area, bro, when it was dark out, that shit was creepy as fuck. Like it was just nothing. And like I was trying, I I was chilling in my friend's backyard with like four people. And we had to walk two blocks, and we got lost, like like because we went through the park, and like obviously we knew where we were, but like you just heard cars honking, and they were driving with their lights. Someone someone was driving with their lights off. Like what? Like are you an idiot? Yeah, but, 
Yeah, no, like that shit was that shit was like a whole different experience. Yeah, it it really depends on the dark because sometimes it could be like there's a certain amount of fear that comes with the darkness. It it does vary. Like I'm not. Yeah, I'm not like Ethan. What with what? When it comes to being scared of the dark, so I'm I'm only uh, depends. Like get again the basement what's, shit. I'm probably scared, and that's really bad. What's the what's the extent of like what you do if you're in the dark? Like what? How do you react to it? I just turn a light on. Well, you if know, you can't, yeah. Like, what if you're trapped in a place with no light? Then I'll get over it. You know, it'll take me a few minutes, but I'll definitely get over it. Ethan, close your eyes for a second. You scared? Oh my god, I'm very scared. See, for people who don't know, Ethan has zero personality, so the sounds he's making right now is him actually being scared. I was not I have a personality. It's just very Dull as shit. But yes, wait, it's... Ethan, if we asked Jenna what you're, what you're afraid of, would she say the same thing you just said, or would she give us a different She probably answer? wouldn't say dark, but she would probably Commitment. say these. I am not scared of oh. that. That was her. That was all her. <laughs> Ethan, I have to mute you. You can't defend yourself for this one. I'm sorry. Great job, Matt. <laughs> Great job. Matt knows I was not afraid of that. Uh, I, I think he wasn't afraid. afraid. He was fucking terrified. Exactly. No, I was not. So, Ethan, what are you I, terrified? Terrified of? to make the first move. Yeah, Ethan's terrified um, of balls and up and actually like making moves on a girl. <clears throat> I am. You know. Ethan's fear is rejection, I think. Huh? You got the fear of rejection. Not rejection. I just don't want to, you know, maybe, yeah, rejection. Like, um, not, you know, mess anything up because I did this, you know? Yeah. No, I get that. Like, I I think everybody has a small fear of rejection. But mine is probably a little bigger. Like, Mitch, do you have any fear of rejection? Um, yes, but... Not necessarily. My if it's a fear like that, it's more of not being good enough. Oh, performance. That, that makes sense. Because there's like, stuff for that. You take you take some stuff. You know that's what Viagra's for. But um, yeah. But like, what I'm trying to say is like. I would ha- I have such high standards for everything I do where it's like and everyone holds me to those standards. So like if I'm not if I don't reach it, then I'm just feel like I'm a disappointment or a failure. Who was that? It it was Mitch, his girlfriend. But yeah, no, um touching on what was being said. Um uh yeah, definitely. Um what wait, what was the exact wording he used? Um that like he doesn't want to um not like so, scared something he doesn't so, want to disappoint right? anybody yeah 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 see i don't i don't have that because like i already disappoint everyone so there's only a step up from where i'm already at uh frankie so, do we need to get you some help buddy yeah man you know and also i don't have to worry about anything socially because like i have no friends so it don't really matter that too as as he does a podcast with four of his best friends okay excuse you i'm sitting how many how 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 three hours away and um i have no car and uh matt i've seen you like twice in the past five six years um um mitch uh 
he's normally with his girlfriend. And Ethan went to Florida and left me. In for four oh. days. You went Five to Florida days. for four days, right? Maybe a week. I mean, week. two weeks, right? A week. Two weeks. Now, Ethan, how was that Florida trip? It was nice. Yeah, I was sleeping nice on the, in the bed alone. Did, did you get lucky? You didn't, oh, well. Um, hey, hey, Jenna's parents. Ethan, you want to tell them what you did? <laughs> Jesus, it's pretty quiet Christ. now. You were going to tell us what how you how, what you did on your uh, your trip to Florida with Jenna and her family. Um, we went to the pool. Huh? Um, we went to the batting cages. Mm. Um, hitting, she, she was hitting the balls, right? Yeah. How many times? How long did it last? Less than a minute, right? So, um, let's see. So, um, what else did we do? The chow. Where is he? Oh, chow. Oh, how was Mid- the conversation with your girlfriend? Or is it still going? Is it ongoing? It is ongoing. So he is gone again. Um, so, yeah, but Ethan, it's okay. And Matt, it's okay, too. Okay? When I'm home for the summer, I can drink with people. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Ethan, you got to come to Brooklyn. Oh, no, no, no. Ethan, you, Ethan you're going to disappoint me. I swear to God. You know no, what I'm came not. up in my memory? Uh, my memories, uh, I think, was it today or yesterday? I'm pretty sure it was. It's today. It We went to, uh, uh, this is when we went, we went to Bass Pro Shop in Connecticut. Send it to me. Oh, no. And uh, I'll send it. Yeah, wait. It's just me leaning back in the car because we, we uh, drove by someone that we saw that we went to high school with. Remember and- I had the final that day I was going yeah, and you were late. You you almost missed it, and I helped you with it. Yeah, you. Were you didn't know what Chegg was, and I showed you. I knew what Chegg was. I didn't have an account. I. You also didn't know what Socratic was either. I didn't. Know Mitch, we were talking about Chegg earlier. That's your best friend nowadays, isn't it? It's my best friend too. Don't forget that. Oh, sorry, I forgot. Mid Mitch's mid conversation with his girlfriend. I'm not actually, but um, I'm actually gambling. That a boy, Frankie. Oh, you getting the you getting the itch yet? No, I'm good. I don't need it. I'm I'm chilling. So, oh, um, I can go. I can go an entire month without it. I'll put a bet on that. Yeah, that that, that, that just there you go. Well, you no, I'll put a bet on it now, and then we stop. So the bet start technically. So as as I was ta- as I was saying. So uh, Matt and I were talking earlier today, but Chegg is a STEM majors version of OnlyFans. I, I, I don't know if a few I... times. Hey, uh, oh, now question: OnlyFans, yes or no? No. Ethan, I'm not even no. that horny to sub to one. Come on now. If Frankie's not that horny, nobody's ever going to buy OnlyFans. Kane's one, by the way. No. Hey, um, what, do we, what do we think about starting an OnlyFans? But not like one where you post nudes. One of you, like guys just doing household chores. Target the mom demographic whose husbands do women don't doing do shit around the house. Oh, yes. Or just go, go on Feet Finder. Yo, Mitch, you want to start a Feet Finder and OnlyFans together? Sure, I'm down. We could just start one and like 
fully clothed, nothing sexual, just us doing household no, chores. No, if we do OnlyFans, if we do the household chores, but naked. No, the whole point is to be completely clothed. Totally ruin what OnlyFans is about. <laughs> you know what? So How about this? Trend. Uh, instead of doing that, we, we actually commit to starting the TikTok page and we post the stupid shit we do there. And well, well, on our we Instagram, did, we did vote on who's gonna run the TikTok yeah, no, page no, 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 and he's no. sitting on his ass right now. He won't do it. He's sitting at home doing nothing. Oh, his com- you you want to talk about commitment issues? Uh, do you remember uh, at the end of the episode we recorded for um which is supposed to be coming out the the, the tw- it's next week. We recorded it already, but it's coming out the 20th. The one we, we right. gave. Yeah. Um Remember how we said that he was available any day the day after we recorded to edit it on Zoom and talk? Yeah. So I text him after I'm done with my teacher and everything, like going over my test and everything, asking him. And I texted him, where is it? Just so I can make fun of him. I said, I'm about to edit the hockey playoff episode to come out now if you want to hop on Zoom at 4 o'clock. He said at 5 o'clock, my bad, I'm going to an interview. Job interview. I thought you were available all day, man. I don't know yet. It was for an internship. You're not going to get it. Probably not. When do you find out? I don't know. What's the the job about? Um, Just intern with the police over here. Um, So in Pennsylvania. So you wouldn't be coming. You expect to come. So you just keep proving a point. I have off on weekends. And my uh, I'm working weekend. Working. Oh boy. Okay, we're gonna go to cycling games without. How, how about you shut up and let me finish? Oh, let's hear I it. Have... Come on, he's getting mad. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Ethan just showed balls for the first time. His, ball, in years. his balls dropped finally. First time since <laughs> the ninth grade. Working for my grandma who's giving me flexible hours too. So flexible hours. I will be there. Ethan knows about being be flexible. Now, uh <laughs> there's no comeback oh, to that one either, Ethan. Matt, Ethan's getting roasted today. That's 2-0 today. 20 seconds? Yeah, that's Ethan's record. It's 21. I think we asked actually 16. Oh, it was 16. Come on. So. Good child. See, you accept it now. See, see, we got to really start this merch where we got Ethan saying, I don't clean my ass, and Kachow with his face on it. <laughs> like, Ethan's slowly becoming the face of this podcast, and he does the least amount of work for it. I love it. What do you mean? It's John. It's because we show him the most. He gives no, us so much face and spit on him. Right? Oh, yeah. E- Ethan is the content of this, of this show. How many states do we have? 50, baby. How sure? many did, did you, you think we had? Forty-five. Forty-five. See, we just gotta come. We just gotta come out with like T-shirts and hats of all of Ethan's sayings because that could be a whole merchandise line right there. Just of his of his one-liners. Oh yeah, e- Ethan's the kid who comes out with the dumbest one-liners that make you question life. Like he's clearly smooth-braining life. And it shows. Smooth raining white. <laughs> but you know what? We're getting through it one day at a time. Can't complain. But the best is when we were in college together and like the dumbfounded look on his face half the time of, ju- of just like 
just trying to get by the day. You know what? I just thought of a week put on a t-shirt. Put, um, Ethan meditating with a caption saying right before you're supposed to hook up with a girl. <laughs> That's going to be a koozie. Yo, Ethan, remember the feeling cute koozies? Yeah. Put Ethan, that in a yeah. fucking do you, do you understand what I sent you? Do you understand yes. the double meaning with it? Sort of, yes. Do you want to text me just so I make sure before you say it? Um, mm. But uh, overall, um, Friday the 13th, it's not very fun. Only because I broke my entire ankle in like seven, in eighth grade. Shit was not did you fun. Step on a, did you step on a crack? Oh, no, I fell down the flight of stairs. Oh, you weren't yeah. playing dodgeball with a bunch of kids? No. I was. <laughs> you were playing Ethan. with minors? What? Yeah, Ethan decided to tell Play me. with your balls in front of minors? Ethan's, Ethan was grabbing minors' balls. But um, he was trying to catch balls from minors. Like, dude, there's no way of saying any of this without it sounding bad. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. But Ethan, I think it's time that you say what you had to say. <laughs> was I right? Yeah. I have some right here. <laughs> As Frankie is drinking cranberry juice. <laughs> You're drinking cranberry juice? Are you a psycho? Please tell me there's vodka in there at least. Ethan, would you let I'll say it. Today's sponsor, uh today, uh today we're brought to you by our new sponsor. It's cranberry juice because it makes everything taste better. Just so everyone. So uh, I think with that, um, the, the, this the has been the boys of seven one eight. Pretty rough at the end, but all right. On that note, this is the boys of seven one eight. We want to thank you for tuning in every week, and we appreciate you guys who listen. We are working on getting some merchandise done, so you guys can start buying Ethan's dumbest sayings in the world. Uh, this is coming out on Friday the thirteenth. We hope you have a safe and happy Friday the thirteenth, everybody. And I hope we'll you see have you guys a next week. Day. I'm going to lock Ethan in a dark room. See you guys. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, God.